thousands upon thousands of women who report that when they get them out, symptoms will go away either instantly or really quickly. Hey, this is Karis and welcome to the Teach Me In 20 podcast, the podcast where I chat to a new guest each week and learn from their experiences and lessons learned. And this week, I'm chatting with Michaela Todd. Now, Michaela used to be a full-time touring DJ. She was fully booked, traveling all around the world, and she then got quite unwell and she put it down to DJing. So she quit it all to improve her health. That didn't happen and in fact she's consistently gotten worse and worse over the years. She's since been studying nutrition, helping others lead a really healthy life as a health and nutrition coach and her health has continued to decline. She's now put it down to her breast implants and discovered breast implant illness. I had no idea this was even a thing And it's crazy because we grow up with people getting breast implants. It's a normal surgery that you think nothing of. But there are thousands of women, the more you look into it, that are really suffering. Michaela talks about why she got implants, the ingredients that are inside of them, and the health problems she's been suffering. Big ups to Michaela. She's actually made the powerful decision to get them out. And that is happening this week. We wish her all the best. And I can't wait to chat to her post-surgery and how she's feeling. I hope you enjoy the chat. Hey, Michaela Todd. Hi, Karis. Nice to see you. You too. You've had quite a last few years, uh, a roller coaster, which I'm only starting to sort of learn about. Take us through sort of what you've been through and how it all started and where you've got to today. Yeah, with breast implants um, and breast implant illness, the reason I've gone so public with it is because for the first few years, I really glorified breast implants. And now knowing how sick they've made me, I feel responsible and that it's really important to warn people of the dangers and kind of, as I'll talk to you about the ingredients and what it can do in the body. When I first got breast implants, I hadn't studied nutrition. Um, Definitely a different person to then when I was studying nutrition and studying gut health, learning about endocrine and gut disruptors and what it can do to the body in terms of plastic. And I still, at that point, I, I didn't really connect the dots that my breast implants were made of plastic and 40 ingredients that were making me really sick. Yeah. So how long has it been since you've had implants, breast implants? I got them in the start of 2014. And if you can think back to when I decided to get them was 2013 when Instagram first started. And it was really, remember like the fit tees and everything was like bikini models with the, which I don't think like breasts are defined by beauty now so i'm not going to call them perfect breasts but you definitely get sold a certain volume and shape and size so a lot of people had those so i definitely was influenced by like natasha oakley and those kind of that look and at the time um my intention behind getting them was i got married when i was 23 and left that marriage at 25 so it was really confusing to kind of I was definitely identifying externally, like I'm a wife. Okay. I'm going to be a divorcee in my twenties. Like, what does that mean? And I think around the time when our DJing was really taking off, um, 
the thought of breast implants. Um, I could identify as that. I could have perfect boobs and it was just all external and not looking in. But also um, one of the main reasons I got it was I became friends with a group of girls who I didn't realise at the time all except one had breast implants. And I was friends with them for a few months and then it came out in conversation that they had implants. And I was like, I was really bewildered and really impressed. So I was like, wow, I had no idea. Like you don't show them and, and you only would if, if you chose to. And it's really, I thought it was really empowering the essence of what they had. Like at the time, you don't have to buy that. You can just be that. You can show up from that space. But me at the time, I was like, great, I'll buy that. I'll have that too. So that was the kind of what was happening and why I decided to get breast implants. In researching it, it was all I, I was researching what shape and how many cc's and silicon or saline. Um, and the only problems that I kind of came across was general surgery issues. So like if you get your tonsils out, all surgeries have compl- a risk of complications. But I never came across breast implant illness. Did you get them done in Australia? No, I got them done in Thailand at um, Bumrungrad, which is actually one of the top 20 international um, hospitals listed. And I've known two other women who've gone to the same hospital, same doctor, and um, only only slight issues, but they haven't had experienced anything like I have. Seriously, look, the more I research, I find it harder to believe that women can have them and not get sick for what's in them and how the immune response in the body. So talk us through what have you been going through since you got them? What are the things you've been feeling and have, yeah, what's your body been going through? Because I, I know it's been extensive. Mm. It, the first time I started feeling any or noticing them, which still I did not click until about 2018, that any of these things could be linked to my implants. Because I think once, once their capsules um, weren't hard anymore and they felt natural, in my mind, I just thought these are part of my body now, like they felt natural and I never, ever thought any of these things could be linked. So my side effects have been, and the worst one is low energy and chronic fatigue. Like I'm constantly exhausted. My mum is 64 years old and her energy, she runs rings around me and I'm 32. Which um, as a side note, we met because you were a DJ like my partner, Matt, and DJ mm. lifestyle isn't great at the best of times, but you stopped that and you've, you've still had low energy. Yeah, I, I really thought that all of the symptoms that I had were because of DJing, which I still had a really healthy lifestyle as much as I could while DJing. It was more just the sleeping patterns that were interrupted. So up until this year, have I really concluded that it's been a year and a half and my health is still deteriorating and it, it wasn't the DJing. Yeah. So again, my menstrual cycle stopped the year I got them in. I actually don't remember getting a period after getting the implants in 2014 for four years until I worked really intensively with a naturopath who also does acupuncture and took herbs and was able to get a menstrual cycle. Um, so my hormones have always over the last few years have been really out of whack, low progesterone, adrenal fatigue that's been ongoing for five years, uh, brain fog, which is, as you'll hear, as I struggle to even communicate how I feel, the neurological effects that breast implants can have on the brain 
makes simple communication really hard. I just, my mind is not clear. The mind-body connection is disrupted. I feel kind of maybe like a zombie. Mm -hmm. And so many women describe it as having a low-level hangover, like everything's just hard. I don't have use of my brain. My mind isn't clear. Also sore joints and inflammation. So I've been tested for arthritis in my hips because they feel rusty and I can't do any kind of HIIT workout anymore, which I always loved. Um, really hard workouts and as time goes on like I just can't my body I'm 32 my body feels maybe I don't know at least 50 and not a good 50 year old body um, I have sensitivity to light um, my internal thermostat is off I'm always cold always got cold limbs even in summer uh, I have dry lips constantly and a dry scalp compromised breathing I can do an example for you of a deep breath like and I just, it's so constricted in my chest. I can't get proper air in. Um, what else? My liver has been overloaded um, and weight gain. Like I'm the healthiest person I know. Since getting implants, my diet changed dramatically for the better. And yet my weight has been increasing by the year. And as a health coach, I, I mindfully eat. I meditate. I have stress reducing techniques that I have in my life. My, my eating is great. It does not make sense. But the inflammation in my body, I can understand why this is happening. And also the last one that's quite funny um, is the ringing in my ears. I go down to, to go to sleep and there's ringing in my ears. But I'm well aware it could be the DJing. It's just that I've seen so many women report of having ringing ears and then that going away when really? they get their breast implants out. Wow. Mm -hmm. So for people listening who might go, well, how does she know it's because of the breast implants? You know, you could have, you know, tinnitus from DJing, you know, mm -hmm. you could, everyone gets weight gain as they get older. Mm -hmm. What, what may, yeah. What do you say to that? My, my diet and lifestyle before the implants was not what it is now. I, I've studied nutrition. I know exactly what to eat, how to eat, how to combine it. I, I don't, I stay away from sugar and gluten and eat whole foods. It does not make sense for how I feel. Even with clients, when I am coaching them, they get such huge results. And everyone who's lived with me, who starts eating the way I eat, energy goes through the roof. And yet mine still is declining. And it just, it doesn't make sense. I've changed everything in my lifestyle since stopping DJing in nightclubs and it just, it's not getting better. It's only getting worse. Right. And it, it is taking a risk. Like I don't even want the look of how big my boobs are now, but the only way you can really know if you have breast implant illness is to have them removed. Yeah. And then like there are thousands upon thousands of women who report that when they get them out, symptoms will go away either instantly or really quickly. Okay. So have you been to a doctor and also asked them about, you know, the fatigue you're feeling, the dryness, and have they said anything? Mm. Um, so many doctors don't believe in breast implant illness, which is, can be so frustrating because I feel like I'm slowly dying and no one understands. So years ago when my fingers, maybe a year and a half after I got the implants, my fingers started cracking and I didn't have a period. So my doctor prescribed steroid skin cream and for me to go on the pill to force a menstrual cycle. 
and that it still didn't even help until also I had I got dengue fever in Bali by a mosquito and the doctor told me to um, watch my white blood count and pretty much kick me out and I, I could barely drive home so it wasn't until I went to a naturopath and he said okay your liver is overloaded your hormones are out of whack adrenal fatigue um, all these things that were happening and started treating me through homeopathy that my fingers stopped cracking and energy got I mean not amazing but increased better so that I wasn't having to sit down in the shower to wash my hair Wow! like that's the level of exhaust exhaustion that I can get so trying to DJ on top of that was like near impossible to stay awake I, like I, sometimes I'd have to like try and have a sleep in my car before I'd go into a nightclub. Oh God. And you're around people who are so amped up. That must've been horrible. Well, it's, I, I still didn't know that they were connected. So I just kind of accepted it as my new normal. And then I went, I kept getting more and more dogmatic with my nutrition, trying to do everything I could to get energy and be healthy. Cause I didn't think it was my implants. I thought it was something else. Yeah. And so has it been a tough decision? Because obviously you've, I mean, having the implants when you got them, obviously that would have been really exciting. And, you know, mm. was when you did get them, what were the feelings? Were you, you know, did you have a boost in self-confidence and did it help with your work, like in terms of boost of self-esteem? I, yeah, that would definitely, it was so much fun. And I, that was the intention behind when I got them. Like I didn't, I wanted freedom and fun and light because I'd just come out of a marriage, which was quite heavy to leave. And that's really what I, I think what I attracted in was only that seven years later, like it's quite, it's quite boring to only, and I, I mean kind of in terms of partners because in working with natural help, uh, natural health, my brain's gone. That's all right. Like with my, with my kinesiologist um, in her saying, like, you have a blocked heart chakra. And now when I think about it, I actually have plastic covering my heart, how I go out into the world. So, but for the first few years, like, it, yeah, it didn't hurt my DJ career. Um, but it, it made me, that's how I showed up in the world, which it, everyone has different experiences. Um, but for me, my intention going into it, is seven years later yeah i'm pretty over it yeah so it, it wasn't a hard decision at all like i'm so ready to let them go um and i don't I, as much as it's affected my health like i don't regret it because the awareness now or the fact of i'm so ready to embrace my breath however they're going to look and they're going to have scars that they never needed to have but only through going through this and having my health absolutely taken away from me do I realise that like, like breasts don't matter. They don't, breast implants don't make you happy. They, they don't change your life. I think there's like a false belief that they'll make you really happy and successful and you'll be immune to being broken up with and you'll be irresistible to guys and that's just not the truth at all. I think I like I know a few girls that have them as well and, for them, it was just, you know, they were sick of seeing, looking like 17 years old, you know, with a small chest. So they wanted to just look like the adult woman they were. Um, but 
like I said to you, we've spoken previously, like I had no idea this was even a thing, breast implant illness. And it would be interesting to know if there was more info out there, whether girls would still, yeah, look into getting it done. Um, what are the statistics? Is this a common thing? It, it, I guess it's kind of like corona, like you don't even know how many cases have been recorded because people don't necessarily know that it's their implants making them sick. And so like I am so health savvy and I still for years had no idea and I've spoken to a lot of women who have even studied where I have who, who'd never connected to dots before mm. because I guess like this is legal. It, um, breast augmentation is the most popular cosmetic procedure in the world like millions are performed each year sure like how is it if there was something wrong with them how would it be legal i didn't think there was going to be a problem Mm. um but to learn about kind of what's in them so i'll read you some of the ingredients talk us through what's (laughs) in them yeah they out of the 40 ingredients these are some of them that i can actually pronounce so (laughs) things like talc talcum powder oakite which is a cleaning solvent acetone, stearic acid, naphtha, which is a rubber solvent, liqueur thinner, printing ink, lead-based solvent, metal cleaning acid, heavy metals such as aluminium, tin, lead, and platinum, and polyvinyl chloride, which is a liquid vinyl. And what's so scary, I only looked at this today before speaking to you and reading about some of the exposure information that can come from just that last one I read you, the liquid vinyl is uh, kidney irritation, dis, uh, dissolution of the fingertips, which is what I described to you, autoimmune responses similar to sclerosis, blockage of blood vessels, cancer, death, decreased res- uh, respiratory function, which I have, dis- discomfort upon exposure to cold, which I have, dizziness, drowsiness, emphysema, emphysema um, gastro bleeding, headaches, blood clotting, joint and muscle pain, liver damage, menstrual disturbances, nausea, ovarian dysfunction, weakness, autoimmune diseases. So, wow. Like, so the, I mean, experience, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Some of those things you've got right now. Mm. And it's in my body. Like, the more I learnt about it, when you eat something that could be poisonous, like, your body inside is covered by mucous membranes or and it will go to the stomach where acid gets put on it so your body can protect you from anything that's foreign on the outside but what has happened in my case is my chest got cut open this these two giant foreign objects were put into my body and then closed up so it has no protection so the body actually every woman who had or person who has breast implants has um, a capsule encased around it and that's the body's natural reaction to something foreign going in it um gets scar tissue and forms around it in case it um, blows up or it just knows that it's foreign so it encapsulates and will try to expel it but there's nowhere for it to go because it's in the body wow so that's cool so i have to get that removed but because mine are under the muscle um it's quite close to my ribs and chest so it has to be burnt away uh, and so it's like that's my mind like now i can't see them as as like sexy because i'm like you know even what gets grabbed now like the scar tissue formed around silicon like i just my, my perception now has changed where i just can't i don't know how i saw them as natural and 
and that they were then part of me. Are you nervous for the operation? No, not at all. Like if, if it could be done tomorrow, I'd say let's do it. Like I just, it's actually been quite hard counting down the days from like 70 to now it's just under three weeks. I cannot wait. I, like I want to, I'm most excited about the way I eat and live to get the benefits from it. Like I'll be, my mode of transport will be like backflipping because I'll finally have the energy that matches how I live. Like I'm so excited. Yeah. I just want it, like I want it done. <laughs> what I do love is there's none in Australia that I know of, but there are doctors in America who only now perform explants, which is the opposite of having them in because they morally don't feel right putting them in women's bodies for what they've seen. Wow, that's news. Mm. Also, what I was looking into today was the company that manufactures my breast implants. So, because it's like once you start, you go down the rabbit hole and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? So Mentor, this company who manufactures the breast implants that they've made mine is owned by Johnson & Johnson, so big pharmaceuticals. And what I love is that the slogan on their website is make life more beautiful. Breast implant choice is personal, important and life-changing. It's a choice that can empower a woman to own each day on her terms. And I'm thinking, where were you when I was like taking showers on the floor because I had no energy on my terms? Um, we proudly stand alongside surgeons and the millions of women who choose mentor. Our highest priority is you. Um, so what I found really interesting on their website actually states, studies have shown that small quantity of silicone materials may diffuse or bleed through an intact implant, intact implant shell at some point. And it's also advised that women who have depression or other mental health disorders should wait until resolution or stabilization before getting implant surgery. That's, I don't think, very commonly known either. No. Well, it's um, only in October 2020 have the FDA administered stronger warning labels for breast implants. So I guess it's kind of like when cigarettes started having warning labels on them, now breast implants. Are having so the companies won't admit that they cause breast implant illness but do list the symptoms that they cause as possible side effects which doesn't make any sense just to and cover their ass <laughs> yeah so is it the act so you mentioned then about leak tactic tower leaking or something is it mm. because it's a foreign object in your body that this is caused or is it because things are leaking into your body from the implant some of the ingredients that I read you so those things if you think about like um plastic Tupperware when you put it in the microwave and you know that it's going to the plastics will leach into the food because it's heated or water bottles left in the sun that's going on internally so the body's at what 37 degrees 24 hours a day these implants and chemicals are solvent based so they're, they're gaseous and they release into the body because they're heated and it doesn't turn off. These have been inside me for almost seven years, yeah, wow. leaching in. What's been the most challenging time throughout these seven years? I, because I didn't know that it was causing so many health problems, maybe like I had to really forgive myself for not knowing better. Also the waiting, like waiting to get them out, knowing now knowing what they're doing inside of me 
has been a real mindfuck. Yeah. Because I'm sure it would have, it's not just, you've mentioned the physical um, ailments that you've had, but I'm sure it must have taken mm. a huge mental toll. Yeah, for sure. Like the the brain fog and I, I take Chinese herbs for stress and anxiety. It's just like a, because everything is so exhausting, it's so mentally tiring that like tomorrow I'm DJing and I know that a full day I'm going to, on Saturday, I'll probably have to spend in bed. Like everything is exhausting. Mm. Do you think you would have, um, so you've started studying nutrition the last few years. Do you think you would have mm. realized this if you hadn't taken that path? I don't know. I, I think for me, I, I needed to go through this to realize how much like the size and shape of boobs don't matter. I never would have realized unless I really went through it. But my beautiful best friend sent me a invitation to a closed group on Facebook called Breast Implant Illness and Healing by Nicole. And I think there's about 150,000 women on there now. Um, who all like if you read their stories when I first went on that group and I, I went on and I got really overwhelmed because I just wasn't ready and I left it and then came back to it when I was ready because the the number of people who were saying these are my like this is what I've experienced in having them and they were all the same to me and it just freaked me out because I guess like mentally I, I was so attached to them as being part of who I was so I didn't want to let them go yeah I mean that's what I sort of wondered before was it a tough decision to say I'm gonna say goodbye to these yeah this whole year has been really interesting and like burning away of ego for me like like it's something that once I knew maybe two years ago that eventually I wanted to get them out I just put it off and then this year like all overseas trips have been cancelled and I've really been forced to look inside and Corona happening and also like the Black Lives Matter movement happening and learning about like white supremacy and having really looking into capitalism and what that does because it's made me realise like I bought into that. I bought into an idea that my body, because it didn't look a certain way, wasn't good enough. And it's like, who said that to begin with? And then it's like a supply and demand okay well I can buy a product that will make me fit in so I gave money to like and then who's benefiting from it the CEO and board of directors at Mentor like I've looked into it and they're these majority of old white guys and I'm like infuriated but now I feel so empowered to be like fuck you I'm not living by those standards like I'm getting these out and then like that's me saying like saying to the world like this is how I want to be treated these are my boundaries and I decide like I really am stopping before any as any kind of belief comes up and I'm like whose is that who decided that and how do I feel about it so strangely it's a really empowering experience to go through getting them out and now it's so soon this is like the finally I think it's the first day I've stopped counting because I've got to just deal with it and live with it but before it's like 22 22 21 <laughs> but now it's yeah less than three weeks so would if you had your time again would you still get them <laughs> oh i mean 
having lived through this, God no. But then again, like as I said, like I just don't think I would have got to this level of awareness and like global awareness of what's going on without it. Yeah, like it was fun and it suited who I was at the time. So I don't regret it. Do you have any advice for women or young girls who are looking at getting implants or who already have them even? If you're thinking of getting them, I just, they're not a lifelong device. Like it's actually something that you meant to get replaced every 10 years. So it's not a one time fix all surgery and it's not a risk free surgery. Like I've got really, really sick from my breast implants and I had no idea that this could have happened at all. So, I mean, yeah, my advice is like, don't do it. It's, it's not worth it. It is absolutely not worth it. And then advice to women getting them. It's like, I can't speak for anyone else. And I also, if I had heard what I'm saying three years ago, I would have got really, I don't know, triggered. Like I'd, I'd be like, piss off. Like it's, it's my choice. And, and I still be, still believe that it is everyone's choice, but I would just say, look on the Facebook group, breast implant illness and healing by Nicole and just have a look around. You don't have to do anything. Don't have to decide, but it's yeah, that group, just have a look. The, you just mentioned before that they need to be replaced every 10 years. Did it, is it an option? Did you ever think of going, oh, maybe if I just replace them with a different one, I'll be okay? No, no, no. Once I realised this, the, the surgeon I remember at the time saying, oh, like if they're really modern and, and they, they, you don't have to replace them for life. So, yeah, no. But once once I decided to get them out, there's no way. Like, And I even at the start looked into different options because I was scared about the size um, being so different. And there is a, you can get fat transfer. So it's liposuction from somewhere in your body. And then that fat gets transferred into your breasts, except I've done research on it. And there's like some people go, Oh my God. Yep. It's been great. Other people like the fat disperses around their chest or it hardens or it completely disappears. And it's very expensive. And I just, I was like, enough you know like whatever i got i'm gonna rock like it's fine i'm not gonna mess with my chest and my body anymore and it's also like as a natural health um practitioner like i've been advocating natural health and plastic free living and sustainable like it just now that it's become clear of how unaligned it has been like i just i didn't feel right so I've actually stopped any kind of like I got approached by a company about being an ambassador and I said like I prefer to wait until I have my breast implants removed because then it feels more aligned to say yes this company which is amazing and it's toxic free and chemical free and at the moment I'm not I did it's funny you mentioned the fat injection thing because I since Mm. I heard your story I was looking up alternatives Mm. and like you can get Botox, you know, fillers in the chest, all this fat stuff like you mentioned. So there are other alternatives. I mean, but, and I was going to ask you if they are sort of, and I use it loosely safer. um, But as you just said, I mean, it still has its risks. Yeah. Yeah. Risk. I mean, anything that's not foreign in the body, like I'd say the fat transfer would be the, the best alternate 
one because it's something that I will never understand, but I've been, some women have reached out to me who've undergone a double mastectomy and then had implants. So after going through cancer and then kind of that being their only choice and being told by doctors, like put these in, like to know that there are other other options of fat transfer because it's just for for how much they can mess with the body i like it's just it's pretty scary yeah and and i'm like yeah it's just really sad that you've had such a negative experience because i mean for women like you just mentioned who have lost their breasts and this being Mm. such an alternative for them to feel feminine and feel like a woman i'm you know i'm sure they would grab that opportunity but there is also yeah the stories like yours yeah to have already gone through the health scare of cancer and then to imagine kind of what i've experienced on top of that or could make you know a suppressed immune system even worse like it's really really dangerous yeah and just horrible of these companies that are making trillions of dollars on selling implants mm. And I just think like at the top, like surely like this is known that it's like, I keep coming back to like, I don't know how these are legal. I wonder if it will be like in however many years time, like with cigarettes, like they were, they were like told, um, sold as being fine for your health. It's funny you're putting them in the same basket because I think you grow up with them and you just go, Oh, well, women get a boob job and that's life. But, um, I am so excited for you, Michaela. It, you're, it's in a few weeks' time, your surgery, and I would love to do a follow-up and just see how you're feeling however many months down the track. Yeah, for sure. Some, like I've seen pictures and women can wake up from surgery and like their face, the inflammation has gone from their face or bloodshot eyes are gone from like just waking up from surgery. And I, a lot of them reported waking up and finally being able to take a deep breath and then just symptoms subsiding. I'm just, I'm like, oh yeah. And I plan to be as transparent as possible. If nothing changes, I'll be completely honest about that. But to be more in tune with my intuition now, like I know that my body's been rejecting them and that it just wants to heal without them. Mm. What are you most excited to feel good about? Energy. Like I, I can't, I can't explain the, the fatigue at, at this age that just doesn't make sense for how I eat and someone else can eat the same thing and be, go, oh, wow, I feel really great from that. And I just am so tired all the time. I, I want my, I want, vitality back the main thing yeah i'm excited for you the next stage of this journey and um for you to just feel like yourself again thank you Karen. thanks so much as well michaela for being so open and honest and sharing your story today you're welcome thank you for having me i think it's yeah really important that this just gets discussed more known about so people can make a choice and just go that is a risk and and then really look at other options or if they go down that path, make an empowered choice. Thank you so much, Michaela. Thanks, Karen. I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned about BII. This podcast is all about learning from the experiences of others 
and getting more information out there. If you enjoyed the episode, show it some love, rate and review it in Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. Every review you make helps people find Teach Me in 20, which means they can also find this episode. Also, if I missed a question or you're still curious and want to keep the conversation going, be sure to join our Facebook group, the Teach Me in 20 podcast Facebook group. It's our little online collaborative community where you get to ask the questions. See you next week.